We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian. Good to have you along. And uh, what's up in the world of peas and carrots, Miss Kayla? The college students are back. Yeah, we live in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, uh, right outside of it. And um, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. It's the home of Virginia Tech, 35, 40,000 students. And we love it. We do. Because and it brings are, an energy to the community. And we're thankful for them. Uh, but, but you either go to dinner now at four or eight because <laughs> you're not getting in a restaurant otherwise. And the whole summer, there's like 90 days where they're gone, and you can get places quick, get yeah. in quick. And now that they're back, it's like... Just stay out of Target right now. Stay out of Walmart, mainly because there's nothing left. Yeah, we went to Target the but other day, and the shelves were stripped bare. Locusts, yeah. So, so but, but we are thankful they're back. We and do enjoy life them with them, yes. So it makes driving difficult sometimes. Um, Miss Kayla, a big deal for you is what you call hitting reset. You're not loving this, are you? Well, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Every August when kids go back to school, I love to do like a, a personal reset for us. I see it as it's my January 1st and we reset our schedules our routines, we reset our eating habits. It's it's a whole thing, but I'm more committed to this in August. I think with just the calendar of school year, I don't do I'm not a like a New Year's resolution mm. kind of person. Yeah. But this is a whole thing for me and yeah. and you know me. I do this every single year that we're coming off the summer you know, relaxed schedules. Although we didn't relax too much this summer, but yeah. What uh, would you say has been the hardest part of it for well, you? I, see, I don't do big hard resets here. I just make these little changes and move on. I try not to make well, it Well, you've big, also not been living on ice cream and well, <laughs> all various other living sorts on, of... Living on ice cream and a prayer over there, aren't joy you? Joy foods or donuts. all summer. So don't be confessing everything. I was not so, confessing yeah. your sins, but... Well, I am, but okay. yeah. So... But no, just, I mean, even making sure we're getting plenty of sleep and I've become that old lady that at eight o'clock at night, is it bedtime yet? So, yeah. Although during vacation, you did have this, I wasn't allowed to eat it, but this piece of pecan pie you had looked I could only eat half of it. We'll talk more about vacation later, but it looked amazing. And they gave you two scoops of bluebell ice cream. It was crazy, but I could honestly only do half of it. I almost wanted to take it from you and have a side of EpiPen with it, but (laughs) I decided. (laughs) Not not pecans. All right. Yeah. Uh, This is something between me and Miss Kayla. We thought we'd bring it up here real quick. Are you a paper planner? Like, do you use like an actual paper planner, mm-hmm. or do you do a digital calendar, like a digital planner? I'm all digital. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I am both, but I am. Why a do you have to write it down hard. twice? Why does it matter? I'm not making well, you do it. Just, you me, act like this is a personal slight. Well, it's like to me, it's a waste of time. No, it's not. And yeah. if it works for me, it works for me. 
I have everything logged in a paper planner, but I also have calendar reminders digitally so that I don't miss a meeting. I think part of what helps me as well is that I have an executive assistant. Well, all right then. We don't all have that. I wasn't trying to brag. I'm just saying, and his name is Adam. (laughs) And he's a wonderful guy. Oh, yes. He keeps my world in order. He's a great fellow. He keeps you kind of calm during the day and balanced. Yeah. uh, But he's not afraid to tell people no. And that's wonderful, too. He keeps your schedule in check. He's a great gatekeeper, but he'll call me every morning and usually call me almost every afternoon. Just toward the end of the day, how does your day go? What are we looking at? You know, be like even this, uh, even this morning he called and said, because we are recording this on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, B, uh, you are traveling on Monday of next week. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, thank, thanks for the reminder. Yeah. So, but that helps me. But now you love to write everything down. I will share just a smidge of what I use the paper planner for. Mm. I'm tracking our meals every day. What am I going to cook each day? I'm tracking what what things do I need to take care of? Is there dry cleaning? Are there bills that need to be paid? Are there cards that need to be sent? Are there gifts that need to be bought? Are there house projects that need to be taken care of? So all of that fluctuates. From week to week. You write down if there's a card to be sent? Yes. I keep up with people. Well, I'm, I'm not near as good as I used to be, but I try to make sure that birthday cards get sent. I also will let you in on a hint. Miss Kayla loves list, and she loves to check off Yes, stuff. I do. Oh, Because so, it makes yeah. her feel fulfilled and... And and also accomplished as well. So our very unscientific poll. Oh, Lord. Would you consider yourself a paper planner person or do you use a digital planner? Digital. So there we go. I would like to live in in a paperless world Mm. to get to a paperless world. No, there's too many pretty notebooks. See, that that's the <laughs> y'all, that is the root of all this. It isn't about writing it down, it's about blah, having blah, that blah, blah, pretty blah. little planner. So, Miss Kale, we haven't done this in a while. We haven't. And uh so what are we reading? What books are we mm. reading? Um I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh there's a book Dinner with the President by Alex Prudhomme. Uh he's actually a chef. Mm. He's very famous, and he did all this different research. This was a fun read because you were sharing things with me from it. Yeah, it's fascinating. Like George Washington had terrible teeth, so they made him these really awkward false teeth. But he would eat fish. He would eat soups and stews, stuff that he could gum. Some stuff that he could gum. He didn't eat a whole lot of like meat and potatoes Mm. uh lincoln didn't like food a lot i mean i don't understand that glory the clintons loved food the bushes loved food now uh the first george bush and yet his wife barbara were like birds they would pick at food they were very light eaters and you were always advised to eat a meal before you ate dinner with george and barbara bush really yeah because they ate so light it was like they just didn't to keep it from being yeah, awkward. To keep, but now, yeah. now George and Laura, 
they do barbecues and steaks and everything else <laughs> like that. So it was fun. Good it was, Texans. It was fun. Yeah. I am reading or actually rereading with a friend. I'm going through Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's really funny to see how many other people are currently reading that book. It has been a game changer Mm -hmm. as far as if you are struggling with how do I erase bad habits? How do I implement some new habits? What changes might I need to make? How can I? I've talked in a previous podcast about habit stacking. Mm -hmm. It's just it's a really good book. If you're looking to make some changes or even to reinforce some good routines in your life, it's it's a good one. (laughs) I just finished 100 Ways to Improve Your Writing by Gary Provost. Uh, I am You've been really striving to read more books about writing. Yes. I've read three or four recently, and I even have like vocabulary apps on my phone now and like a thesaurus on my phone. I'm trying. What have you been doing every morning? You work a what? Crossword puzzle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get so tickled at you. Sometimes I hand you the phone. and Finish I, this. Finish this, because I don't know these <laughs> words. But I, I'm really trying to improve my writing, and then after I do write something, I'll stop, go back and read it, and I'll put in new words and that kind of stuff. So uh, hmm. I find it helpful. I am reading a book, The Perfectionist's Guide to Losing Control. How's that going? <clears throat> Well, to someone who loves those little journals and writes everything down and everything's in its place, how's I will that say going? this for those who, like me, mm-hmm. are reforming perfectionists, oh. it has a place. What it's does? figuring perfectionism. Oh. And this is the first book that has turned it on its head for me oh. because perfectionism, for my view, has always been seen as a negative thing. And it, trust me, it can be. This book is helping me to see how we can take our perfectionism and make it a good thing. And Mm. it's part of it's figuring out that there are five types of perfectionists that she talks about. And so identifying where you land and then making it a good quality rather than a toxic one. Mm. So it's it's. You're yeah. a reforming perfectionist. I'm a reforming. I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that is that an accurate description? Um, no, but okay. yeah. So so if seriously, if you do struggle with perfectionism or tendencies of being a perfectionist, this this is a good one to pick up. Okay. Especially for women who struggle with the whole balance concept. Oh. So yeah. Uh. One of my greatest friends, his name is Jeremiah Beck, and we've been friends for, gosh, a number of years. He has written his first novel. It's called Recollection, and I'm not a fiction guy. I don't. I like nonfiction. But so he, this was good for you. This was good for me, and he hooked me in. It's a great story. Now, let me say this to all of our friends out there. There's some language. Francine Rivers, this is not. (laughs) Okay? Let me just go ahead and warn you. But he will take you through Mm. the tragedy and dark side of life, the horribleness of it, and Mm. the emptiness of it. And it's real. It's raw. But there's hope. Yeah. Know that. Okay? 
I would, I'm just going to say this, go to Amazon, get that book, Recollection, Jeremiah Beck. If you love fiction, you will love this book. Great story. Mm. Great story. Proud of you, Jeremiah. I am reading book two in a series, and I know this comes as no surprise to anyone. It's a Lisa Jewell book. And it's called The Family Remains. And yes, it's kind of a psychological thriller. I like her writing style. And Miss Kayla reads all these murder mysteries. I read four books psychology on vacation, stuff. and they were all. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll watch all these Netflix uh, serial killer stuff. And then about two o'clock in the morning, B, I can't go to sleep. Well, why do you think that might be the case, baby? Look at what you read. Look at what you watch. She's going, I'm a little scared. Well, don't watch that. Let's watch nah. Matlock. I'm good. There was there was one episode of Criminal Minds that kind of messed with me. But it's because people were hiding in the closet. So <laughs> I don't understand. Well, don't watch it. Anyway, if you are a Lisa Jewell book fan, this is a good series. Okay. Uh, there is a, a new book out about FDR, and as you know, I'm a presidential historian guy. I try to read history every, nerd. History nerd. I try to read everything about Lincoln, FDR, and Grant, and then I try to read everything about Churchill as well. There's a new book out. Uh, Roosevelt sweeps the nation. The author's first name is Peter. I cannot say his last name because I don't. I don't. Uh, Suiza. And I think that there's a T in it, but it's called Roosevelt Sweeps the Nation. And it's very critical of, of him. Well, let me say, and it's based on the 1936 landslide that Roosevelt won. Mm. And he walks you through how Roosevelt did it, lying, conniving, deceiving. But it's a great reminder that every leader has clay feet. Mm. So... It was a reminder of that for me because as you get closer to your heroes, you're often disappointed. Ooh. So uh, it's good to keep people at a distance. Well, not keep people, but keep heroes at a distance. So that's what we're reading right now. Good stuff. Yeah, good, good stuff. So as we mentioned last week. Oh, we're really going to tell these stories. We're getting back from vacation. Okay. And we did promise a few stories. Okay. It was hot. Y'all. Now it's August and we expect it to I be warm. There's going to be some young preacher step up to the pulpit and preach on hell at the beach. <laughs> it was that hot. People would have repented for miles. It wasn't just typical summer heat. We had three days. And we had to laugh. The first three days, we were under an excessive heat warning. Yeah, not just a heat warning. Because, and this is the part that we forgot how real it is. And we know better because we're from Louisiana. The humidity. Okay. It was I, like soup, the I air. I love my wife. Oh, here we okay. go. We have both crossed the 50 mark. Uh-huh. And something has shifted in our marriage. We'll be talking more about this in an upcoming podcast. Okay, but just but... know this. I can handle the heat better now than she can. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So just so we'll, oh. we'll talk about that more. Yeah. But we kind of reverse roles. Like, I'm I'm doing great. And she's, I'm dying. 
saying. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, we used to, it's just great. You used to yeah. love it. Um, but yeah, it was pretty hot. And people say, well, you know, it's a dry heat. You cook a turkey in a dry heat. This was not a dry heat. And no, that's the problem. Humid. It was the humidity okay. that there was a morning. So I have to brag on you. You went walking every morning. But day three, I couldn't. I told you no because it already felt like ninety six. It was ridiculous at seven a.m. Yeah, and so. I said no, no, I need you to stay in. So. so, okay, so Jesus checked me. I have to confess, we oh, were. It was day. This is a moment. It was day Wish two. Wish I had sounder music to put under this. <laughs> I got a little proud that. We had set up our little beach area. We had our umbrella. The Everything was, was going. Awful. The wind was a little wild on day two, and I was getting really irritated with this family down from us that he kept fighting. He fought that umbrella for four hours, and I thought, dude, if you would just dig a bigger hole and if you would just anchor it, you wouldn't have all this trouble. Well, I'm reading my book, and all of a sudden, his umbrella goes flying. And I just, in my head, I thought, well, that's what you deserve. And you got up, you very graciously got up and helped chase down the umbrella. Not five minutes later, what happens? Our umbrella comes up out of the ground, sails out of the ground, across it. (laughs) And what's scary about that is that a few years ago, I think in Wilmington or Ocean Isle, it it, tragically uh, harmed by a flying umbrella. They got got impaled by it. So the rest of the trip, we kind of sat near it the It was pier. great, yeah. So we had wind protection. And but I sat in the shade and you were- I just, I have to confess that I had to repent and mm. say, okay, God, lesson learned. All right. I uh, had some great meals. There's a restaurant. Uh, we go to Sunset Beach. There's a restaurant right down the road in a town called Calabash. Mm-hmm. It's called the Boundary House. Oh, and it was such good seafood for a guy who has allergies. You see, I have all these food allergies now, and I get bored with food easily because I have to eat a lot of the same things over and over again. They were very kind. Mm-hmm. They were very gracious. They were terrified, but they cooked you. You said it was the best steak. Yeah, it's the best steak you've probably ever yeah, had. It's incredible. I had yeah. a steak. They did a baked, I think, did they baked do? Baked potato. They did a baked mm-hmm. potato for me. So it was great. And yeah. then we also did the boat landing, and they did uh, grilled shrimp for mm-hmm. me. And some beans and rice. Oh, they were so, I love yeah. beans and rice. You ate my weight You did seafood. shrimp fest the whole week. I did. I have to admit, by the end of the week, I switched to grilled shrimp because I realized my poor intestinal tract. What do you think about the grilled shrimp? Oh, it was so good. It was shrimp. How can you go yeah. wrong? So so hats off yeah. to the boat landing on in Sunset Beach and to the Boundary House down in Calabash. Yes. Great, great places. As I said, I read four books. Did you enjoy them? Yes. And you were even shocked because that's unheard of for <laughs> me to sit still and just read. Mm. And I just chilled relaxed red you took a nap every single day yeah i just want to give this shout out and listen we don't get anything for this we didn't get anything free but we use sunset properties yes to rent our little condo and it was seamless it was the best experience it really was we chose so on sunset beach island 
there are various houses or condos that you can rent. Well, it's just two of us. So we rent, it's like a four unit condo and we chose to rent one of their condos. It came with an elevator, y'all, which was amazing. We could put all of our stuff on the elevator instead of making six trips up and down the stairs. And I got on the elevator with it and took it up because... I would not ride the elevator. It's very small. Oh, it freaked me out. She rode it one time, and she says, I'll never get on the uh-uh. thing again. I was, I was about to die. It didn't. Why? What, I don't understand. But it was it's great. It's too confined of a yeah, space. So if, you're ever, if you yeah. ever want to go to Sunset Beach... Use Sunset Properties. Yeah, they, they sent us a text message on the way telling us that our condo was ready. It was beautiful. It was clean. They provided basic necessities for us. We had 24-hour on-call if we needed it. If something were to break or we had an emergency, we had someone we could call. And That's then right. for the day that we left, checkout was just a matter of dropping our keys in a drop designated Dropbox, drop drop and then off we went. So, so I want to tell two quick stories from the beach. Okay? Uh-huh. So we're sitting on the beach, and I'm sitting in the shade of the pier, and Miss Kayla's probably 30, 40 feet from me because she's in the sun. Well, there's this guy sitting 10 feet in front of me in the shade, and his phone keeps ringing mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And, he's, and he has this cigar, and he's – Probably maybe five years older than me. I mean, this phone has rung for 30 minutes solid. Mm-hmm. So he finally answers it. Hello. And there's this long pause. He's listening to somebody. And he says, don't you think I know what time my own arraignment is? Well, that phrase got my attention. <laughs> now you're eavesdropping. So now I'm eavesdropping because I'm not going to, you know, I'm reading my friend Jeremiah Beck's book. And I'm like. Okay, I can come back to this book. I got to see how this is going to play out. Well, he starts screaming apparently at his attorney, mm. and he and he says, "I know you're my attorney." He says, "But yet I pay you." He says, "I don't work for you." He says, "I'm at the beach. I am smoking my my cigar. I will be there on time to be arraigned." And he just hangs up his phone, puts it up. Well, as soon as he hangs it up, it starts ringing again. Well, he turns it off. And he goes, gets in the water and stuff like that, <laughs> comes back, turns his phone back on, starts ringing again. He takes it. Not a care in the Not world. Not a care in the world. I will be there for my arraignment. Well, this whole time I'm thinking, what did this guy do to be arraigned? <laughs> I mean, am I 10 feet from a serial killer? What is going on? Nah, probably so, some. you know, I never saw him the rest of the week, so I, I don't know what happened. Oh, well, there you go. There's a store down in Calabash mm-hmm. that's called Callahan's. Mm-hmm. It's a great store. It is. It has beach stuff. There's a Christmas store in there. There's a little Hallmark store. It's just a mashup of yeah. several like retail shops. So I was in this section of the store that had caps and that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I was looking for, you know, I'm always in the I'm always in the market for a new cap. And this woman is walking by me and as she's walking by me, she is screaming out the name, I guess, of her daughter, or I think it was possibly even her uh, her granddaughter. I'm gonna make up a name and say Jenny. So I so she's walking past me, Jenny. Now y'all, this store probably has 500 people in it. Jenny, Jenny, and from across the store you hear, "I'm here," and so I make the quip. 
to her, I said, that's great. So that makes me smile. I said, my parents used to do that to me. She goes, well, I'm not in a very good mood today, okay? <laughs> so there's no need to say that it makes you happy. Taught you'd mind your business, didn't it? Um, okay. And so I said to her, I said, I said, well, I'm sorry. She says, you should be, and just marks off. <laughs> Lady, you need to go to the beach, or so you need to go get, you know, go go eat a little shrimp or a little Some ice cream. Some days we're a cactus, and so yeah. Okay. So she and, was. Uh, also, I took a nap every single day on vacation. You did. I was so proud of you. Probably about a two-hour nap every single every day. day. So yeah, it's great. Yeah. So if you are, if you're a family that, or well, or even just a couple that is looking for a great beach. Sunset Beach is an amazing family community. Mm -hmm. We have always met some really sweet people when we go there. We are able to relax. There's all the amenities that you need within five minutes of your beach. But yes, we had a wonderful week. Yeah. And we've already booked B got B got in mischief as he always does. So. Well, there's That'll I'm teach just, you not to well, talk to strangers, just, but there we go. Okay, there you go. Hey, uh, you can win a peas and carrots coffee mug. You can. And all you have to do is go to our website and answer this question. And we do. We have a question for you. So go to the peas and carrots website, peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Look for the trivia button. And our question this week is, what are you reading? Oh, we want to know. Yeah. So just share with us what you're reading and go to our website, peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Click the trivia button. Answer that question. When you do, you'll get a coffee mug. And we've been having lots of winners lately. We have. This is so much fun. Yeah. We're meeting so, some great people. Yeah. So the first You can people. also search our Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Or again, visit our website, peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Hey. We would love to to hear from you. Yes, we So would. it's really nice when people reach out and we can have a conversation. When you do, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Peas and Carrots podcast. Jenny! <laughs> Jenny! <laughs> for more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Laughter with good friends, no matter how bumpy the road gets. That's what's waiting for you with every episode of another great podcast, Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises, with Melody and Candy. Subscribe today, wherever you listen.